This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's the Mike Francesa Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Logan, everybody, and welcome to the Mike Francesa Podcast. Uh, and after, after weeks, Really, let's be honest, more than weeks of pursuit. Uh, we now get the final verdict that counsel will not be coming to New York. And I guess none of us should be surprised. He hightailed it to the Cubs for the biggest contract in the history of baseball. Five years and 40 million. Kudos to him. He had a lot of people after him. I'm sure the Mets thought, because this is what they always think, that they can just bring somebody to New York and, you know, put the money on the table, and the next thing you know, hey, you know, he's definitely going to say yes. He cannot, he cannot, he cannot in any way turn down the embarrassment of riches. Well, you know what? It doesn't seem to happen all that often. And it hasn't happened here. And as a matter of fact, since the Mets went and got Stearns, it seems they have handled everything that they have had to handle pretty poorly. They handled the buck firing badly. They handled what happened to the general manager badly. And now they didn't handle the managerial pursuit all that swell either since they didn't get the guy they wanted. And the idea is when you have an owner who is the richest in baseball, you are supposed to be able to flex your financial muscles and get whatever you want. That is not the case. And it's not the case again here because the Mets and everybody, it was a pretty bad secret that they want to counsel, except one thing. Anybody you talk to, and I can tell you this, I played golf with Johnny Franco two weeks ago. Johnny's doing well. Um, and we were talking, and I said to him, what do you think about the med- and situation with the management? He said to me, council doesn't like New York. I can't see him coming to New York. He was dead on. He said, you know what? He's not a New York guy. I can't see him coming to New York. And he hit it right on the head. How come the Mets didn't realize that? How come guys who worked with him didn't realize that? And Johnny knew it which he did because he told me two weeks ago when we played golf, he said, you know what? He's not going to come here. He doesn't want him. He doesn't want any part of New York. He's not a New York guy. And you know what? The Mets should be happy that he didn't come because if he doesn't want to be part of New York, and a lot of people don't want any part of New York. They don't want any part of the city life. They don't want any part of the pace of life. They don't want any part of how we live and they don't want any part of the media. So let's be honest and the scrutiny. So the Mets wind up surprising everybody and hiring Carlos Mendoza. 
Now, we've all seen Carlos Mendoza from a distance because when you have the role he's had in recent years, all you're doing, unless you're traveling with the team, is seeing him from a distance. Or when Booney gets thrown out of the game. The bottom line is we have to really wonder how this guy is going to do making this move. It's a real question mark. There's, nobody can tell me right now they know exactly what kind of manager Mendoza is going to be because he's never been a manager. He's got no body of work. So we're going to see. Now, he obviously must have interviewed well. Cashman has made the statements in the past couple of years that he thought he would be a manager. He had publicly made those statements. He must have interviewed pretty well. He was a candidate for other jobs before this. So I'm sure he's a very representative, solid baseball guy. Does that mean he's going to be good at this job? No, not in the least. It also matters what the Mets want to carve out for Mendoza. And your fear is probably right on target when you think, hey, this is going to be a manager that they are going to manage. This is not going to be a manage a manager who is going to be able to manage things. In this day of enormous analytical interference. And with that becoming more and more the norm as the way organizations are run, it would seem that this would be exactly where they're headed again. Now, what kind of personality is he going to have here? Is he going to be Rojas? I don't know. The Mets have gone through so many managers since Terry Collins. And you know what? Terry Collins... Everybody was so wrong about when Terry Collins came here. All I heard about was what a nightmare it was going to be. How players hated him. How he was terrible with players. How he didn't know how to handle major leaguers. How he was, you know, a guy who you couldn't move off a dime. How he was not an easy guy to get along with. And you know what? None of that turned out to be true. The guy was terrific. He was terrific with us on the air. He was one of the best guys I ever uh, ever met off the air. He's as good a guy as I think I've ever met in baseball. I love the man. Okay? I'm friends with him to this day. I love Terry Collins. And he was great here. He wasn't good. He was great. And I think he did a terrific job, and I think he was a great guy in every way. I mean, I did events with him. He did events for me. I I was around him with groups of people, and he was fantastic. So everything I heard was a complete, complete lie. None of it was true. It was either an exaggeration or people didn't know what they were talking about. And you know what? Maybe he did change. He, he kind of admitted that he did. But the bottom line is he was great. And they haven't been able to hit on a manager since then. Buck had a great year here, and then this year turned into a nightmare. They've gone through so many managers in the past. 
So is this guy going to be the guy? I have no idea. I really don't. I don't know what kind of personality he's going to portray. I don't know how much he's going to take charge or is he going to be a guy who is going to be just a puppet. I don't know. I don't know how we will know. So it's just a wait and see. Now, that doesn't mean he's going to be a bad manager. It means we don't have any idea what kind of manager he's going to be. Maybe he's somebody who grows into the job. Maybe he's somebody who can handle New York. Or maybe he's somebody who has no personality and has no chance of handling New York. Surprising pick? Yes. Are Met fans kind of stunned? I think they are. I'm not sure. I, I think the Met fans got to a point where they wanted counsel because everything that was that, hey, here's the object of the Mets' affection. The Mets wanted Stearns, and they wanted counsel with them, and this is what their plan was, and now that was the way they were going to go forward, and this is the plan going forward, and they were going to build something together. And you know what? You would figure Stearns working with them would know what Johnny Franco knew, which was that he was never coming here. was that he didn't want any part of New York. And Johnny couldn't have said it any easier. He just said to me, we were driving along, he said, hey, Council's not a New York guy. He doesn't want any part of New York. He doesn't like New York. And that turned out to be completely true. Didn't mind Chicago, though, for 40 million bucks. Maybe he's still going to live in Milwaukee. I think it's about two hours away. Who knows? Maybe he'll keep the place in Milwaukee and he'll just, you know what? You know, get a hotel room on Michigan Avenue. He can for, sure afford one. He can afford anything he wants. But he didn't come to the Mets for all of Cohen's money. He went to the Cubs and took all their money. So once again, the best laid plans went awry. So the Mets have got to cover that up now. They can't come out and tell you we got our guy. This is what we wanted. We had our eye on him. He's our guy. Well, he's not. But that doesn't mean anything. When Aaron Parsegan took the job at Notre Dame, he wasn't their first choice. He was their second. How'd that work out? I can give you a million of those. Where they didn't want a guy, they got the second guy or the third guy, and the guy turned out to be great. So that doesn't mean it won't work. Maybe he's going to turn out to be Mella Huggins. Who the heck knows? But the idea that we do know, based on what his resume is, which is being a minor league ball player who made it as high as AAA, and someone who has been in the Yankee organization for a while and has been the Yankee and been on the Yankee bench, and that's going to be. Am I a little surprised they went the Yankee route for a, a, another manager? I am. Does that make it a bad thing? No. You don't know how an assistant's going to do as a head coach, how a 
assistant or how a coach is going to do as a manager. When you're in charge, it's a whole different deal. And either you grow into the job and you are able to handle all the things that you have to handle in that position or you don't. So is it a bit of a surprise? Yes. Do I think Met fans are a little befuddled? Well, the ones I've talked to, the ones in the family and the ones I talked to didn't like it because it's not what they were expecting. That doesn't make it bad, doesn't make it good. It really doesn't. We'll see. But when I ask what kind of personality he's got, which is the only thing I asked, because I don't really know him, what kind of personality does he have? And I was told, well, he's pretty quiet. That worries me. Because I think you need, in baseball especially, where you got to dance the dance with the media every day. Okay, and let's be honest. The way this works economically is you got to dance the dance with the media in the postgame. You got to dance the dance with SNY if you're the Mets guy. You got to dance the dance with the radio. Okay, very rarely, you know, most of the time. Now, you usually have a very good relationship with the person who you do the interview with every day. It's not usually a confrontational thing. It usually works pretty well, but still you have to do it. And you have to be there after the game every night. And that's where things, you know, that's where they're going to question every move you make. And that's where you got to finesse things. Because there's nights you can't tell them that this guy's got a sore arm. And there's nights you can't tell them that, you know what, I didn't really want to do this, but I had to do this tonight. Or I had to do that tonight. Or this guy's really hurt and I can't tell you that yet. Or this guy's not pitching next week and I can't tell you that yet. Or this happened or that happened. And you need to be able to finesse those situations. That's where you need a little personality. Because it's not meeting the media once a week but twice a week. It's meeting the media every single day for six months. So a little personality helps. And I don't know whether he brings that or not. But again, what I would say is, remember Terry Collins? He was supposed to be a nightmare. And he turned out to be tremendous. Really. Likeable. I thought did a terrific job. Players liked him. Any player I talked to liked him. In every way, I thought he was really good. I really did. And not in the easiest situations always either. So, you thought you were going to get counsel, and instead, you're getting Mendoza. We'll take it from there. Congratulations to him, and we wish him luck. He's going to need it. We'll see you later. Thanks for listening to the Mike Francesa podcast on the Bet Rivers Network.